0: Y'all may be seated. We're going to receive communion at this time. I want to call your attention to uh, just keeping with this flow. John chapter 19 and verse 30. I I, uh, encourage you to uh, mark this in your Bible. This right here is uh, is when it was done. Okay. Jesus on the cross. Thank you, Lord. Give me some light in the house. Thank you. Um, John 19.30, when Jesus had finished or had received the f- sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Everything was finished when Jesus made that statement. Uh, The new covenant begins, the old covenant ended, and your victory was finished. Your healing was finished. Your prosperity was finished on the cross. It's not your works that brings you the blessings of God. It's Christ's finished work. Christian living is not about doing, but it's about believing in his finished work. Under the law, you must do to get the blessings. Under grace, it's already done. So let's celebrate that right now and just thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. The worship team got us ready. I can tell you've entered in. It's done. How would you live if, it, if you knew it was done? So we're just walking into our blessings. We're not trying to create it and make it happen. Let's break the bread together. Jesus' body was broken on the cross. He was whipped. He was scourged. He was beaten beyond recognition. And your healing took place. By his stripes you were healed. When when same time he took your sin, he took your sickness. Thank you Jesus. If you need healing today go ahead and receive right now. It's good to pray. We can pray and agree with one another and Uh, where you can have hands laid on you. There's many ways you can be healed. You can be healed just sitting right here and receiving communion right now. Thank you, Lord. Let's partake together. Thank you, Lord. See him on that cross. See him shedding every drop of blood for you. We have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins. He shed his blood for you. He did it for you. He accomplished what we could not accomplish. He bore the sin of the whole world. He became sin that we might become the righteousness of God. we've been given his perfect righteousness. Thank you, Lord. Let's partake of the cup. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Amen. What's our response? This is good news. What, What is our response? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that the work is over. The striving and trying is over. He did it for us. You know, on the cross, he nailed. He nailed that law that was against us to the cross. Um, a day in the life of Jesus. Uh, we're going to wrap this up today. Um, today will be a little bit different. I don't have much left in the, in this message, so um, so I'm going to be all over the place today. And uh, you may say, well. Pastor, how's that different than any other week? <laughs> Good point. But uh, what I mean is that we're going to hit a couple of other things after I get done with this. Um, so uh, we're going to give you a little recap. Let me see if it'll let me move these slides today. We'll start with a good confession. Amen. All right. Okay. Okay. Maybe that was what the problem was. All right. Okay. All right. Ignore the man behind the curtain here for a second. He is good. On. Go ahead and give him praise. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Bless your holy name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> your name, Lord. Thank you, Lord <laughs> 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 Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and get your shout out. Amen. All right. Let's confess. Make a good confession here. I am ready. Oh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Let's, let's go. Ready? Let's go. I am greatly blessed. Highly favored and deeply loved by you. I am the disciple who Jesus loves. I am my father's favorite child. I am the apple of his eye. I am well-pleasing in his sight. I receive the love that my father has for me. Everything I do and touch shall be blessed because I am the beloved. Uh, I am loved, righteous, blessed, Prosperous, redeemed, forgiven, talented, creative, confident, secure, disciplined, focused, prepared, qualified, motivated, valuable, free, determined, equipped, empowered, anointed, accepted and approved, not average, not mediocre, holy, flawless, without blemish, blameless, and free from accusation. I am a child of the most high God. I will become all I was created to be in Jesus' name. All right. Hallelujah. Amen. So, a day in the life of Jesus. And Jesus operated out of, out of a position of rest. And I want you to see that as we uh, go through uh, this day in the life of Jesus. Um, first of all, Jesus taught. people, and then he got into a boat with the disciples, and he went to the other side of the sea. On their way, they uh, had a windstorm, and Jesus rebuked the wind and the sea, and the Bible says there was a great calm. When they got to the other side, this uh, demon-possessed man come out of the tombs to meet him. Jesus cast the demons out of that man got back into the boat with the disciples, went to the other side of the sea, and was uh, back to the other side where they came from. And uh, Jairus met him, and he had a daughter who was at the point of death. And, as Jesus, and he asked Jesus to come to his house to uh, minister healing to her. On the way, they encountered a woman who had an issue of blood, and he healed that woman. And as soon as that happened, somebody came from Jairus' house and said, don't trouble the teacher because your daughter's dead. Jesus told Jairus, don't be afraid, only believe. He ignored the negative, uh, the people that uh, gave him the negative report. He didn't even address the statement, but he turned to Jairus, and he wanted him to keep the faith, stay in faith, okay, even though uh, it looks like it's over because his daughter was dead. It ain't over when it looks like it's over. Jesus has the final word on every situation. Amen? And I want you to see that nothing, nothing moved Jesus out of rest. It seemed like he was late. People could have thought, well, if you wouldn't have stopped the minister to that woman, you would have been there in time, before she died. But Jesus, it didn't bother him because he knew that he could raise the dead, which is exactly what he did. All right? And as Jesus uh, passed on from there, let's go to Matthew chapter 9, verse 27. Now let me tell you something about rest. Now, this is the same day in the life of Jesus. He had a lot of things coming at him, just like you can have a lot of things coming at you. But Jesus was always at rest. And see, when you are resting, you are in a—listen, this is really good. When you're resting, you're in a position to receive. When you're working, you're not in a position to receive. You get that? When when you're working and trying to make something happen, see, when you work, God rests. When you rest, God works. When you rest, you're in a position to receive. When you're working, okay, I'm going gonna, 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 to get to work. I'm going to take this off. A hot up in here. Oops. Anyway, got it. All right, so, resting puts you in a position To receive. Got that? Now, some people, they misunderstand work. Well, Pastor, you mean tell me uh, I can't work? I'm not talking about going like working on your job. See, two people can be working on a job and one person can be, you know, you can worry while you work or you can whistle while you work. (laughs) You follow what I'm saying? You could be at rest while you work, or you could be striving. See? What I'm talking about working is when you're trying to make something happen. Like Abraham and Sarah did when they were um, trying to, to make God's promise that they would have children and he would be the father of many nations and so forth. They were trying to bring that promise to pass on their own we'll look at that a little bit later but let's let's finish this this day in the life of jesus okay these last couple of things in his day all right and as soon as he had raised jairus's daughter from the dead jesus passed on from there two blind men followed him crying aloud have mercy on us son of david when he entered the house the blind men came to him and jesus said to them, "Do you believe I am able to do this?" Now Jesus said that to to get them to speak their faith. "Do you believe that I'm able to do this?" They said to him, "Yes, Lord." That's their, that's their faith speaking. See faith speaks. David said, we having the same spirit of faith, we have believed and therefore have spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. And and what did Jesus say? He touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it done to you. Now, it's the same thing. I want to look at this um, I read this this morning out of another translation and thought this was so good. In the Passion Translation, you remember when we read about the woman with the issue of blood and um, how she, Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. This is the same thing. You remember I pointed out that God's power is the same all the time right so it's it's not the power that activated her healing it was her faith that activated the healing same thing with these men here these blind men he said he didn't he didn't he didn't say according to my power now god's power is the same all the time he said according to your faith now uh Passion Translation. Do you believe that I have the power to restore sight to your eyes? They replied, yes, Lord, we believe. Then Jesus put his hands over their eyes and said, you will have what your faith expects. (laughs) Isn't that good? Tell somebody, you have what your faith expects. And their eyes were open, and Jesus sternly warned them, see that no one knows about it. Man, how are they going to not tell something? They were disobedient. (laughs) (laughs) But they went away and did what? Spread his his fame throughout all that district. Then as they were going away, it didn't stop people just kept coming to him. As they were going away, behold, a, demon, a demon-possessed a demon man who was mute was brought to him. And when the demon... Now, now this is a guy who is sick and demon-possessed. Because this demon uh, caused him to not be able to speak, made him mute. And... When the demon had been cast out, the mute man spoke. Jesus cast the demon out, and immediately this man starts speaking, and the crowds marvel, saying, "Never was anything like this seen in Israel." But the Pharisees said, "He cast out demons by the prince of demons." <laughs> See, religious—that's the religious people. See, religious people—they—they they, they don't care about about this man, this demon-possessed man, being healed. They don't don't care about it. So uh, they try to make excuses. Well, he cast out demons uh, by the prince of demons. Okay. Religious people are who Jesus always had trouble with. Amen. So I'm I'm done with this message. So I'm going to go on to something else now. Now I want you to uh, look at Hebrews chapter six. This this goes right along with. I was looking at this this past week. This goes right along with uh, what I was sharing with you about about rest. And um, see. and then and then working. Trying to accomplish something. And yet, according to Psalm 103, that see God does not deal with you according to your sins. Let's, let's look at that in Psalm 103. All right. In Matthew chapter eight, in the, it talks about the new covenant. And in the new covenant, your sins, God remembers no more. It's very important that, that you understand that. And I, I read something here that blessed me, and I, I, I believe it will bless you as well. So, your sins, all your sins were dealt with on the cross, past, present, and future. Okay. Now I want you to look at Psalm 103. Here's another good, good scripture for you to mark in your Bible. The Lord is, uh, verse 8, the Lord is merciful and gracious. Thank you, Lord. God is merciful and gracious. They're two very similar terms. Mercy is when you don't get what you deserve. God is merciful. We don't get what we deserve. We deserve to be punished for our sins, but Jesus was punished on Calvary on our behalf. So mercy is when you don't get what you deserve. Grace, on the other hand, is when you get what you don't deserve. We didn't deserve righteousness, but we've been given righteousness as a gift. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. And this is under the old covenant. Now, verse 10, he says, He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. And that's the picture of the new covenant. God does not deal with us us according to our sins that's good news y'all say God God does not deal with me me. according to my sins sins. now let me recap something that uh, summarize something I talked about earlier and and it'll lead into what I want to share with you today about this Um, so God promised that Abraham would be the father of many nations, that he would have a child. So he began to get impatient. And he and Sarah uh, decided that he would sleep with the maid. It was Sarah's idea. And uh, Abraham agreed that they would have a child by him sleeping with Hagar, the maid. And the Bible says that Ishmael who was the, the child that they produced, Abraham and Hagar. The Bible says that Ishmael was born according to the flesh. What that means is, what does he mean? Everybody's born according to the flesh. <laughs> Anybody here not born according to the flesh? It's not talking about a physical birth. He's talking about how Ishmael was born out of self-effort. They were trying to bring God's promise to pass on their own. And what happens when you work, again, God rests. It wasn't until 25 years later that they had a child God's way, supernaturally, and Sarah bore a child on her own. But that was 25 years later. All right? But they tried... 25 years earlier, they tried to produce a child on their own. But let's look at the new covenant record of it. Now, remember what I said about God does not deal with us according to our sins and our sins and iniquities. He remembers no more. Okay, I was reading this in in, in my Bible reading. It was just like, man, this just jumped out at me. In Hebrews chapter 6, verse uh, 14, it says, And You've got, if you've got our app, you can follow along here in, in, in your notes here. In Hebrews 6, 14 and 15, saying, and this is God saying, Surely I will bless you and multiply you, and thus Abraham, having patiently waiting, obtained the promise. What are you talking about, God? He tried to bring, a, bring this promise to pass on his own. He was like being impatient to me. But, but why does doesn't God show us here in the new covenant why does why doesn't God mention that? He don't remember our mistakes isn't that good? didn't even bring up well he screwed up and I had to wait till he got done striving and trying no the Bible says that Surely I will bless you and multiply you. And, and thus Abraham, having patiently waited, obtained the promise. See, and and, and and here's something else. His mistake didn't stop God from blessing him. Your mistakes won't stop God from blessing you. He doesn't remember your mistakes, he doesn't deal with you according to your sins. Isn't that good? All right. Hebrews chapter 11. But what about Sarah? Surely, maybe God was just going to be hard on her. Maybe he was, you know, he wasn't blaming Abraham. He was blaming Sarah. By faith, Sarah herself received power (laughs) to conceive. God is acknowledging her faith. Didn't, didn't acknowledge uh, how she brought up to Abraham that he should sleep with, his, with, with the maid. It said, by faith. See, this is a, uh, this is a chapter of the heroes of faith. He's, God is acknowledging people ab- about their faith. He didn't remember what Sarah did. Of course, God knew she did it, but he doesn't deal with her that way. See, God thinks different than the way man thinks. You know, man will hold grudges. How many of you know that? You know people like that? They will remember your sins. You understand? You don't think people will, you don't want to be a pastor. And sometimes people don't even realize what they do. And I, I don't hold any grudge against this individual. And, and, uh, but I just, just want to share this with you. I'm not going to mention any names. Um, but it, 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 just <laughs> it just shows you how the devil sometimes will use people unknowingly. Now, they don't think they're being used by the devil. But let me tell you something. Don't bring up people's faults. Carla and I was, were enjoying the day. I wanted to spend, several years ago, a day in Chicago. I love day trips to Chicago. And I, I, I wanted to go there for my birthday. And so we had just a wonderful day, just a wonderful time. And, uh, and I came home, and I wish I had not done it. But I, uh, I looked, I got one in the mailbox, and there was a card. I thought, well, you know, somebody blessing me on my birthday, I think. And I opened a card. It was a card with a, uh, a gift in it. And see, I don't... And sometimes... You, <laughs> when things are done to you sometimes, you don't remember the, the gift <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I don't even remember the gift. What, uh, and, and this doesn't... It's not affecting me now. I'm just sharing it with you because it came up. But that day, it, it, it kind of hit me like... It's like somebody hit me in the stomach. It was a gift in there, but then it was a letter talking about how I wronged them years ago. It was a happy birthday card. And began to list things that, uh, that I had um, wronged them about and so forth. And, um, There's just some other stuff in there. Imagine that. (laughs) I was like, oh, man. I just had a great day in Chicago, man. I got to go to sleep with that on my mind. I mean, now, God's working on all of us. I wasn't able to put that away that night. That thing kept me up a little bit because it it, it hit me because I love the person uh, and 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 I said, man, this is this is what, this is what they think about me. And then you know, blah blah, you know all this stuff. And then happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> man, so <laughs> I don't even remember what my point was on on all this. What was I talking about? God doesn't remember, like people, people will remember some stuff. I mean, I'm not, I'm talking about they went back years ago. Like, wow. Cute. Don't carry stuff. And As your pastor, I'm sure I might have done something to you, but just forget about it. Because I'm going on about my business. And don't write me no letter to tell me about it. Just forgive me. <laughs> Amen. I have, I'm, I'm not like you. I haven't arrived yet. I haven't reached the perfection yet. Thank you, Lord. Isn't it good to know that God doesn't deal with us according to our sins? And when we get to heaven, it's not going to be like... Some people think that God's going to play this movie and going to bring up all the bad stuff you ever did. And, and unfortunately, people hear that stuff in church. They don't get that from the drug addict. You know, they get this in church. That's horrible, man. No, he's not going to... See, look, look here. He didn't even mention... Sarah bringing up uh, Hagar and all that stuff, by faith, it, 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 he talked about her faith. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, even when she was past the age since she, con- she considered him faithful who had promised. God is commending her and lists her in the heroes of faith. Isn't that something? Thank you, Lord. All right. Um, I got one more thing. I might be able to let you go early. <laughs> okay. I, what, are you la- what are you laughing about? Okay. All right. Okay, so um, I'm going to prove you wrong one of these weeks. <laughs> We're going to go to Psalm 46. <laughs> Psalm 46.10. I've been looking at this scripture over and over and over and over. And I saw something, boy, I'd never seen before. Actually, I, I don't know who. I didn't discover this on my own. I saw somebody post this on Facebook. And uh, like a good a good student, I, I encourage you to check things out for yourself. And I went and checked it out. I said, man, it does say that. I never saw that. Okay, Psalm 46.10. This is a, a good scripture for you to to look at or to mark. Be still and know that I am God. That's that's, that's all I want, I want you to see out of this. Now watch this. That first statement. Be still and know that I'm God. It's good to be able to just be still sometime, and meditate the, on, on, on how big God is. And think about the stuff you may be going through, circumstances that you're facing, and just sit down and rest. And be still. And you know what this word still, if you look it up still, you know what it means? It means to let go. Is that good or what? So while while you're still, let go and release anything that's troubling you, any worry, any anxiety. Just let it go. And know that I'm God. Know that I've got everything under control. He's got everything under control. Let's just do that right now. Let's just be still. You can close your eyes if you want to, but just think about things that you are up against right now and just be still and know that he's God, that he's El Shaddai. He's the God who's more than enough. Anything that's troubling you, just let it go right now. Just release it. Let the peace of God the Bible says to be careful, be anxious for nothing. One translation says, "Have no fret; don't have any fret or anxiety about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God." First Peter five seven says, "Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries." once and for all on him, for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Just, just a few more moments. Just just, just release, release that thing to the Lord. Release it. Let's just do what the scripture says. Thank you, Lord. Put yourself in a position to rest. If you're watching online, do the same thing wherever you are. Know that he's God. Know that He's working while you rest. It. He's working all things together for your good right now. There's a song I, I, I would recently I played it over and over. The song goes like this: "I will be still and know that You are God." I still and know I will be still and know that you're God I played that song just to remind myself just to rest forget about your trouble forget about what you're going through on the job at home Thank you, Lord. Let's just give him praise right now. Lord, you're God. Thank you. You're handling all these situations that we've released to you, Lord. You're handling them. You care for us. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. See, you never know. What will happen? I mean, when it seemed like, I mean, it don't, don't have to be a whole lot of shouting or whatever. There's an atmosphere here today. And I can tell you, you help prepare this atmosphere because you're you you in a certain kind of, I can sense in the spirit, when you're you in a certain kind of receiving mode. See, things are happening in your life. We had two people um, in the month of February. We sent this out. Some of you may have got that message. We had two two people with forty six thousand dollars, forty six five hundred some odd dollars in debt canceled. Combination two two people in the same month. Within a couple weeks time. A- a- amen. both of those families, here's a commercial for Wednesday Bible class, both of those families are, are mentioned, are, are represented, Tracy, in Wednesday Bible class. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's some stuff going on on Wednesday nights. Well, Pastor, I ain't got to come to get my blessing on Wednesday night. I know. Don't get no attitude at me. I'm just saying. I'm not telling you that you have to. I'm just reporting. And so, uh, and because uh, actually, one 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 individual spoke out. He said, "Pastor, you don't make no difference." And we got like a like a real small crew on on Wednesday night. He said, "Pastor, people can stay away from me if they want to, but I'm gonna tell you that every, every everybody that everybody was involved in that debt cancellation is here on Wednesday nights." I didn't say get mad at them, (laughs) but um, I haven't said this in a while. Miss Lee, uh, Miss Lee, I don't know if she's if she's alive. She'd be probably hundred. I heard she moved out to California. Miss Lee used to come with my mom to Bible study, and she used to always say, every time I come, I always get something. She she. It was just how she emphasized that something. Every time I tell her, I get something. So get something when you come here. Amen. Amen. Get, what, get what God is saying to you. Thank you. Get something, man. Just receive. Because uh, uh, faith comes by hearing. And I've been sharing and sharing and sharing. that miracles can happen just by you sitting here and receiving the word. It may not happen right when you're here. But things will jump off because God is working while you're resting. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for working all things together for our good.